You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight the Texans with a good friend of the program, Aaron Wilson from the Houston Chronicle. Aaron, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with Houston's quarterback situation since the team traded up to get Deshaun Watson in the first round. How long do you think it's going to take him to become the starter? Several players like DeAndre Hopkins have already been publicly backing Tom Savage. Right. Yeah, I mean, I believe that Tom will stay the starter as long as he's healthy and that they're winning games. I think that if they start to falter or he has an injury, which he's had every year that he's played, then they would make the change. Deshaun Watson has supplanted Brandon Whedon as the backup. He's made great progress, and he's a very precocious rookie. This is someone that started in the ninth grade was very successful, and a sixth snap of his college career at Clemson was a touchdown pass at Georgia. So this is really uncommonly poised, mature young man. I think he's going to be ready sooner rather than later. To put a timetable and say, well, I know it's week three or week four, you know, I would have to be a fortune teller, and I'm not. But I, I feel like, you know, with Tom's injury history, that's probably the quickest path for Deshaun Watson to get on the field, a la Dak Prescott last year. What is it going to – when you look at Deshaun Watson, uh, you can say, of course, he has quick feet. Uh, you can say he has a strong arm. Um, when you watch him, is he ready uh, to be able to step into the National Football League and be actual starting quarterback, if need be, sooner than later? I believe he is, Cordell. I think that he is someone that puts in the time. He's always there. He works on weekends. He's Over the summer, he's putting in all that time to learn the playbook. He's a very hard worker. We talk to his people from his background, like Dabble Sweeney, his college coach, or his high school coach, Robert Miller. You really get a sense for what the work ethic is like, and he's been everything as advertised. Um, In terms of progressions, though, Tom Savage is more advanced, and Tom will get to see A, B, C, and whereas with Deshaun, you know, that's something that's still a work in progress in terms of his reads. But, you know, I think that he is careful with the football, makes good decisions, and if it's not there, he'll throw it away or he'll take off and run. I think that he's a very advanced rookie. And he, I would feel like he would go in there and be successful, but I've thought that about some other rookies in the past, and then, you know, they weren't ready. With him, I just feel like he's a lot different from some of the other rookie quarterbacks, you know, that I've been around, whether it was a Kyle Bowler or some other players. Uh, this is a young man that's just uncommonly mature. So I was asking about Lamar Miller, career high in carries last year. What do you think the workload looks like this year? I think they'll reduce the workload and be more judicious with his touches. That's a goal of theirs. What they did last year, they used him like a workhorse, and he wore down toward the end of the season. They didn't really have a great change of pace. They had Akeem Hunt, they had Alfred Blue. Now they have Deontay Foreman, and he's an impressive young rookie. I think that that gives them a physical presence and some size in the backfield that they didn't have before. So I expect them to do things to try to keep Lamar fresh, but he'll get a lot of work. You know, They're going to still use him quite a bit, but I think his touches just went way beyond what he did in Miami. And ultimately, a lot of nagging injuries cropped up. So they're going to learn from that. Nothing serious happened to him, but it affected him and his availability at the end of the last season. So now with Lamar Miller back, they're much more formidable offense, much more complete with him working in tandem with other playmakers they have like DeAndre Hopkins.
Would you say they're they're forcing their hand uh, to try to make the quarterbacks uh, be the ones to win the games because the game should dictate the direction you're going. And, and and for me, when looking at these two quarterbacks, we don't know for sure how how precise or efficient they'll be as quarterbacks because if you rely on the running game, and I'm not saying 100% to where he becomes uh, a little overworked, uh, but more to the point where you know the running game is something that we know is is it can travel anywhere in the world, literally. Uh, North Pole, South Pole, it, it can be, it can go anywhere at any moment in time during the year. So, are are you saying that they're going to rely more on the quarterbacks to play the game and win than they are the running game and get the offensive line involved? Knowing Bill O'Brien and his style, and especially with what he's learned in the first couple of years here, and the fact that he's now the offensive coordinator and running this offense personally, I expect them to run the ball quite a bit. And I think that he will, you know, until the quarterbacks show that they can win games for him, there will be some game manager type of situations. The biggest thing he preaches is protect the ball. And that's not to say they won't take some shots down the field with DeAndre Hopkins and working the ball to their tight ends and, you know, um, you know, trying to get Braxton Miller and Jalen Strong to step up with Will Fuller now out for a couple months with a broken collarbone. But, yeah, I think that's going to change things with the injury that they just suffered to their second-best receiver and the fact that they have a offensive line that really is more suited for run blocking. Um, I don't feel like they're great pass protectors at all. Chatting with Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle, Aaron, Houston has played very well, obviously, within divisional action, winning that division the last couple of years. But there's been some speculation about Bill O'Brien and his future. What can you tell us about his relationship with uh, with GM Rick Smith? I think that it's blown a little out of proportion. I think they get along. They reach consensus. They have a respect for each other. They are, you know, two people that, you know, didn't really know each other that well at all until they started working together. And so the, over the past couple of years, they've collaborated pretty well. They've won a couple of division titles. You know, would Bill probably ideally like a New England type situation? Yes, but I think he also understands that, you know, Bill Belichick and his knowledge of personnel, the salary cap, and some of the things that, you know, nuances that he's very well versed in and having Nick Casario, you know, working with him as his lieutenant it's just a different situation, a different level of experience. But, yeah, I think there's a mutual respect. I think some of the stories that you might hear are a little outdated in terms of their collaboration. I think right now they're working very well together. When you watch the Tennessee Titans uh, trend in a direction that says that they're going to compete to win this division, I mean, they won the last game last year against Jacksonville. Uh, they won the division. Uh do you see this Houston team trending in the same direction or even better uh, to be able to to compete with what the Tennessee Titans are actually doing? Great running game, offensive line plays solid, defense is evolving. Uh, you see a quarterback that's, that, that's probably, if not the best, one of the best, I would say, in that division uh, based on where he's going in this Mike Malarkey system. Uh, do you see the, the Houston Texans being ahead of uh, the Tennessee Titans or you see it vice versa? Only slightly ahead of, yeah, I think it's starting to become neck and neck. And you look at what was wrong with the Titans, and that was their pass defense. So if Logan Ryan and Jonathan Cyprian stabilized that area, 
to go with what I consider to be a very good front seven led by Brian Arakpo and Jarrell Casey, all of a sudden I think the story changes a little bit. Um, when you look at Tennessee, if Corey Davis gets healthy and does everything they expect of him, they continue what they're doing with that running game. The offensive line is excellent. I think Marcus Mariota is one of the better young quarterbacks in this game. It could be a different situation. It could change. The ace in the hole for the Texans is their defense, which was top-ranked last year, and now they get J.J. Watt working in tandem with Jadavian Clowney, both healthy at the same time, and that holds up, which it never has before, with both players being healthy at the same time, mostly Clowney being hurt in the past until last year when J.J. had the back surgeries. I think all of a sudden you've got this wrecking crew defense, and maybe it takes a lot of pressure off these quarterbacks, and you may not see any change in status quo in this division if the defense lives up to what they hope for, which is to be a special defense, not just a great one. Aaron, great information as always. Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Thank you guys for having me. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.